Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. I think he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me here, as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy, and he's surrounded by pop culture artwork this week. It's Master Bly Walker, Luke Bly, how are you, sir? Oi, oi, savaloi. Yes, mate. I am good. I'm good. Yeah, different location. Um, uh, been been doing a bit of dog sitting round uh, round a mate's house, round Glover's house. Glover. And so I'm surrounded by Lord of the Rings figures, artwork, Star Wars figures. It's all good, mate. It's all good. But don't get anyone get any ideas because by the time you listen to this, I'm back home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, magical time traveler podcasting magic going on here. <laughs> World between so, worlds. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's World we'll between it. worlds. World between worlds. The force. Uh, yeah. No, I'm good, mate. Recovered good. from the beginning of the week where yes. we were fortunate enough to be invited oh. to the british podcast awards nominations party in london that was in brick lane shoreditch london and it was amazing when it made boy wasn't that a good night oh it was a p- powered by audible it was a blast mate to be <laughs> to be invited with something that we didn't take lightly or take for granted we were you know we were chuffed and we were well up for it mate and hey look we knew that even if even if we didn't make the coveted top 10 of the two um categories that we were up for we we knew just being there was you know a win for us a win for you guys who've supported us for so long and a win for geeks worldwide and we had a great time hey look we hope you're back there again next year and we hope to be in the, one of the top 10 uh category positions up for one of the awards but it was a blast it's always always a good time hanging out with bly walker i wish i could do it every day but i think he'd get annoyed at me very quickly um Always You'd good get annoyed at me, mate. You'd no. get annoyed at me. No, no. <laughs> uh, no. So nice to have a bit of a bit of cheeky grub, a couple of pints. Yeah, uh, that's talk true. Talk some Star Wars, talk some life, and and just have a great time mingling a little bit. And um, yeah, really, really uh, pleased and grateful to the guys at the BPA for inviting us. But it was a it was a great time. And uh, thank you, everyone who listens and supports, who engages mm. in whichever way you deem fit to do so. Because it's thanks to you guys that we're able to get that kind of opportunity well we uploaded that photo on the night and we got so many nice comments and we were we were positive about it anyway because like yeah, the, tr- the truth is we're like matty boy said we were just like happy to be kind of acknowledged and invited to this thing yeah. you know and yeah you know, then there are some big leagues here you know we're talking yeah. about we were competing with spotify exclusive podcast bbc, boys. BBC yeah podcasts right so the, the the bar is set really high and for us to be kind of just in the same building as you know those kind of established shows it was just sick man but the comments yeah. we got on instagram and twitter from all of these people um all of our listeners all the people in our community it was lovely so heartwarming and brilliant and just in this star warsy week mate that was just like the cherry on top to be honest 
<laughs> do you know what i mean it was just Funny. it was grand it was grand so uh yeah to the next one mate 2023 let's see what happens let's see you what said happens it, mate. It's, if anything it's made me more focused on getting there again next year and crushing it again but in order to do that we've got to keep bringing that spicy content each week and i know we're going to do that and luke knows we're going to do that and i'm sitting here <laughs> ignoring all of the star wars drama smashing back a grape flavored aloe vera drink oh just trying to put out the best content we can for all of you guys all of our friends out there in the sessions verse and uh we do have a we've got another special friend in the star wars patreon verse mate we've got a little announcement to make again haven't we yeah special friend special friend uh shout out huge shout out to our mate jeff connery who has signed up to the i am the senate what an absolute sickhead welcome to the session sickhead um yeah sickhead session sickhead that's all we got (laughs) why do i always get every quality content each week (laughs) it's this adhd head i can't (laughs) i can't like process information properly jeff thank you so so much for signing up to that tier you naughty boy obviously as you as you probably already know you can dive into tons of bonus content on there new journal of luke blywalker new jibber jabber with jabber the hud and pubcasts in coming and then you've got all the back catalog you've got the watch alongs coming you've got the commentaries it's unreal it's unreal and by the way guys this starts at two dollars a month patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions but for right now jeff you absolute hero thank you so much mate oh jeff you are king you are helping us pilot this falcon uh yeah enjoy all the stuff we've been putting out we've got hundreds of exclusive episodes for you to listen to uh this month we've had uh the journal where Luke's joined by early his wife to talk about Galaxy's Edge, Disney World, the memories. A jibber jabber's dropped in the last week or two where I'm going through the Jedi Survivor trailer because I'm just so very excited for this new <laughs> game that comes out in about six months' time, lads. Eight months' time, maybe. And it's not even like three years away. It's eight, less than a year away. Uh, and then we're going to have a podcast coming out very soon. So, uh, Jeff, mate, thank you so much for signing up at that tier and supporting us. We love you yes we do we we love we love you big time <laughs> jeffy boy we love uh, you big time uh but i i don't know jeff matt anyone else out there do do you guys hmm. do you guys at home do you hear anything do you do you so. hear any bongs I, I can hear a bong i can hear the chimes <laughs> of big ben <laughs> kenobi it doesn't mean that part six is, a, is upon us it means that has been a gone that's been in Kenobi. <laughs> exactly, mate. What does it all mean? What do these bongs and horns and chimes mean? Uh, must mean, mate, voice Galactic News Round. In a conversation with The Hollywood Reporter, Hayden Christensen has revealed that he created Watanese, the language that Anakin Skywalker speaks in Attack of the Clones with Watto, the night before filming. Speaking with Screen Rant regarding his Star Wars movie, Taika Waititi has said, I'm still coming up with the ideas and storyline it, and just wanted to make sure that it feels like a Star Wars film. According to the Diz Insider, the Acolyte will feature classic Legends-era Sith, including Darth Bane, Darth Nihilus, Darth Malak, and Darth Revan. And the Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation trailer has dropped. 
The animated special will debut on Disney Plus on the 5th of August 2022. Hi, this is Alex Damon from Star Wars Explained, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Rupert Friend, yeah, the Grand Inquisitor! I want to ask you one more question that I just asked them. Do you think you'd ever do this again? Would you ever come Hell back? Hell yes. <laughs> That's great to hear. Well, uh, I was wondering also, since you're here, if you would help us uh, make an announcement about maybe when we could do this again. Oh. <laughs> if you're interested. You want to do this again? You want to do this again next year? Next year in less than a year. And none other than my hometown, London, England. Star Wars Celebration, April 7th through 10th at Excel Center in London, 2023. See you there. Three monarchs on a shirt. Arthur <laughs> still dreaming. No more years of hurt. That's it. And no more need for dreaming. That's it's it. coming home, baby. Star Wars Celebration, London 2023. Luke, me, excited. Sessions cannot wait. Mate, it's been a couple of weeks. We've had to. Uh, we've had to absorb this and get ever more excited about this. What, maybe two weeks on? Have you calmed down a little, little bit, or are you still just as hyped? Hyped? No. I'm hyped. I, I refuse to calm down, mate, boy. I refuse to calm down. Star Wars Celebration Europe 2023. It's in our hometown, pretty much. Mm. You know, pretty Weird. much our hometown, like our, our, our nearest big city. Uh, and we're, we're in London all the time. Like we said at the beginning of the show, we were there like, yeah, like well, this week. We were there mm. this week. <laughs> Not ruining any illusions or anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, mate, I, I am over the moon. Obviously, you know, to be transparent, we heard, we heard a few things. We heard a few rumours saying, yep, Star Wars Celebration, London. A little while before as well. A little while before, yeah, yeah. From Nobody few- believe us. From multi, it, it began like with one one person, then like multiple people came through and were saying, "Yeah, this is happening." People in the industry, people to do with maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, it's people not in the industry. People you'd yeah. think it would be as well. No, yeah. no, 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 not not at all, not at all. So my reaction, mate, was was just even though we we kind of knew it was happening, it was I I, I was hyped. I was so hyped when they announced it. And when it's official, like there's one thing knowing maybe that it's going to happen, but when it's actually official, oh my days, and we can just celebrate it all together. It's magical, mate. It's so magical. Um, Very exciting, man. On our doorstep, Star Wars Celebration, it's coming home. Star Wars is spiritual home. You know, arguably, arguably, is London. You know, the films were... 
first Elf made Street. over here. Elm Street, you know, Pinewood. They, they, Star Wars just has such an ongoing relationship with this one city. You know, London, United Kingdom. Um, so beautiful, mate. So beautiful. What about yeah. you, man? Yeah, mate. Now I'm getting more hyped. I can say the word now, not piped, pumped and hyped. I'm getting more hyped as the weeks go on. Again, as we've just heard from our boy, Rupert, a friend, the Grand Inquisitor, it's not even a year's time. I'm getting excited about Jedi Survivor coming out in about eight months. Celebrations coming to our neck of the woods in about ten months. It's I know. bonkers, mate. Um, so yeah, I'm getting more and more excited. Um, again, for, 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 for similar reasons. I, I get to hang out with my buddy Luke for a few days. The sickheads are going to be there on tow. The excitement of who we're going to meet, who we don't even know we're going to meet yet. Our international friends and creators are coming over. Uh, who you might bump into, the panels, who are the guests going to be. There's so much excitement there. You know, what's going to be going on outside of the venue during the day and in the evening? You know, what are we going to do? I mean, how are yeah. we going to cover it? I mean, it, there's so many cool things to think about. But from a surface level, very excited. But when the news was announced, I think I said on one of the last shows, I had no idea. I, <laughs> I was sitting down, chilling out, watching a film or something because, the, you know, the celebration panels were fine, but I kind of fell off the wagon on Sunday. And then suddenly my phone was blowing up. I'm thinking, what's all this? What's coming home? What's all, people are liking this thing. It's coming. What's, what's he done now? What's Luke God on a done now? <laughs> and then I looked at it and I saw like a ta- uh, like it, the London 2023. Yeah. Yes. And I saw yeah. and Luke had messaged and I think it was just a lot of um, excited like alphabet, um, like, f- like palming the keyboard on your phone kind of messages uh, of excitement. And it really is because. Lucasfilm have got a job on a hand of they've got to please everyone all at once and they've got to make sure every Star Wars fan gets catered to and for the last few years you know it's, it's been in Chicago it's been in Anaheim there was talk that it you know could have been in in Florida this year but of course we're over here and this little island of ours and, and the continent of Europe because remember it's not just England it's the whole whole of Europe mm, know, yeah. they can converge yeah. on this for a lot cheaper uh, it's a lot less hassle and it's been a very long time. It's been six years, or by the time it's happened, seven years, COVID notwithstanding, that we've had a celebration in Europe. And the fact that it's in London, mate, we're very we're very lucky, and I'm very grateful that it's on our doorstep, and we're able to have the best time just for ourselves. And the fact that we've got a whole squad of people coming along as well, mate, I cannot wait. I it's cannot special, wait. Isn't it? Ten months, mate. Literally ten months yeah. in a day, almost. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is so, so special. So, so special. So we thought that we would kind of throw our hat in the ring of all the celebration episodes and get in there early to give you guys some tips and tricks to this Star Wars celebration. Obviously, Matty Boy and I know London pretty well. You know, we're both yep. from the southeast of England. Like, And depending on who you ask, like the greater london area um so we, we, we're gonna run through like where is it where's it been hosted because london is a very very big city very diverse yeah, yeah. city it isn't some small village it is not absolutely huge it's the largest city in europe um we're gonna go through like where like tips and tricks of where to stay mm-hmm. getting around and the, the the famous one what the weather's gonna be like oh my <laughs> Yeah, yes. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> so, uh, well, or does it? 
that we'll get to that we'll get to that um other star warsy things to do in london while you're here and then other things that aren't star warsy related to do in london or maybe the uk or maybe even europe um and yeah what else we could expect from london 2023 star wars celebration europe um so long story short may boy where is it where, where's it been held, mate? Where's Where's London Star Wars Celebration uh, Europe 2023 being held? London. That's where it's being held. No, it's being held at the uh, London's XL Centre, which is in Docklands in East London. It's hosted Star Wars Celebration twice before, in 2007, and more recently, as we mentioned, in 2016, when Rogue One was the oh. film of that year. And XL also hosts MCM Comic Con every year yeah. and and other huge events as well so it's it knows how to put on a big party the organizers at xo are not going to be overawed by the fact that star wars is coming into town uh mcm has always handled well the last mm. one was the first one post covid and there were kind of a few teething issues in terms of like how many traders they really wanted to put into one mm. mm-hmm. by the time mm-hmm. we get to 2023 in april all that's going to be gone mcm comic con is going to be before celebration we hope to be there yeah, we're gonna October. Be there. so it's gonna October be like a dry run. Mm. but yeah it's in the xl center it's uh it's a, and it's a, and it's very big and there's plenty of amenities there for you so you, hey look guys bring a pack lunch bring some water if you want to but there is plenty of things there isn't there if you want to you know eat out want to have a little drinky in, oh, in yeah. xl you want you're getting a bit star wars out you need a bit of uh, liquid refreshment there's plenty of places in there mate yeah, absolutely. Right. So here's some tips and tricks for the Excel Center. You might want to note these down or just like bookmark our podcast or something and listen to this again in a couple months time, couple weeks time, whatever. <laughs> you know, we're, we're trying to emphasize like, don't stress. If you've not got anything booked yet, do not stress. Mm-hmm. Like that is cool. And even if you don't plan on coming, just listen for the bands. Just yeah, listen man. to the crack. I did that to a few of the pod- podcasts um, talking about like Anaheim, getting prepped for Anaheim, because like that was just part of like the hype. Like, Sky Talkers always yeah. do that. Like our mates over there, you know, and I was like, yeah, this it just gets you excited. It, it gets you excited, makes you feel part of it. So yes. hopefully you do feel part of it. And if you can, particularly if you live in the UK and if you live in Europe, like guys, make the effort to do this. Make can. the effort to do this because it won't come back to Europe for a, for another few years, quite a few years. Um, yes. Yeah, so some little like little um, tips and tricks for the Excel Center itself. It is a beautiful um, convention center. Really nice. It isn't the biggest. It's not even the biggest in the UK, but it's no. quite sizable. It's somewhere with the big boys, probably on, on a global stage. It's It's very well known globally because it's, so well connected it's in london which is obviously one of the global cities um and it has great transport links we'll get to that um something really useful guys free water top-up stations around the main boulevard so going throughout Mm -hmm. the 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 whole convention center is this boulevard that goes like in the middle and you've got like halls to the left halls to the right and uh there are loads of water fountains so bring a plastic bottle like you know like a what's what's it called um chilies like a chilies one something mm-hmm. like that yeah, like yeah, a sustainable awesome. water bottle and you can fill that up for free you will save an absolute fortune as opposed to like going and buying water bottles and stuff because by the way london can be an expensive city 
heads up. Yeah, th- so don't have to bring a packed lunch, but you might want to some of the days because, to be yes. honest, I might because I'm going to be spending so much of my hard-earned wonga on yeah. Star Wars tat and beer yeah. that I may not have time to be buying some of the you know half decent food. <laughs> but it, it's a convention center, so yeah. yeah. Let me be serious. It's a convention center in London. It's not going to be. It's not the cheapest thing in the world. Even if you just want a, a sandwich or a pastry, you, you're going to pay a little bit of a premium on top of what you normally would. However, you know you, you, they're not usually half bad. But just do bear that in mind, especially if you're coming as a group or as a family. If you've got kids as well, it may it may be worth putting something in your backpack for when yeah. you get there. And again, security. Security's always been decent in in the in MCM when we've been to comic cons. When we walk in. Even if we haven't got a bag, I've always got a bag full of microphones and wires. They always they always stop. You've got to go through metal detectors. They're always checking what's in the bag and patting yeah. you down. So decent security. Can't can't whack that at all. Again, what what they'll be doing, if anything, for COVID, don't know. They'll release details of that during it. However, security-wise, I've never had a problem uh, or felt unsafe within the, the venue as well. However, like I say, some of the prices that these vendors charge makes me feel a little a little robbed. But um, yeah. There's plenty of places to eat if you do want to eat there. So, uh, and of course, like we say, we're in London. You're in arm's distance of many, many, many places within a walking distance of the actual venue itself. Yes, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. But there are plenty of options and it might be worth just like whipping up Google Maps. You can do like the grocery option. You can look at like shopping, like um, places nearby. Bear in mind that the XL isn't in central London, right? As my boy said earlier, it is in Docklands, East London. It is literally on an old dock from like the 17 and 1800s. Yeah, this is an old industrial part of London that is no longer industry, but it's kind of going through that weird transition. So there isn't actually tons around the immediate like vicinity of the XL center. So it's very much like self-reliant. I think there is like a spa or like a Tesco extra, like little supermarkets yeah. nearby. So you can go there, get your sarnies, get your sandwiches, get your sausage rolls, yeah. you know, do that and whatever. Um, but that is, if you're staying nearby um, or, or walking to it, you know, but again, we will get to that. Um, it's worth noting there are two, train stations mm-hmm. that serve the XL center too because it's it's that big it's quite long there's one on the west side one on the east side um both stations are served by the Docklands light rail that is not the tube that is not the London underground the but it's part it is part of the transport for London network and it's included in kind of whatever tickets you get to 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 get around London which yeah. is by the way very very easy because you can yeah. just use your your smartphone you got apple contactless pay, you got isn't it contactless you got apple pay you got google pay you got a contactless card yeah. tap in tap out that's it yeah. and, and what's they, cool and about what's cool about dlr and i'm not telling anyone to do this is that there aren't any checkpoints yeah so <laughs> he ain't he ain't kidding either um all the other transport there is but even if you get an all-inclusive travel card that that will cover your trains and your buses as well uh, the buses are a little bit harder to navigate so if you are going to be going via bus do make sure you know exactly where you're getting on and off but other than that though, yeah public transport mate very very good around london like we say we'll get to that but the but xl is big enough to have two dlr stations uh to if you want to uh use them you can get it's custom house mm. and prince regent 
are your Docklands light railway stations. Luke, there is another line, isn't there? Right. There is another. Guys, there is another. You might have heard me freaking out about this he a couple of weeks it. ago. The Elizabeth line. This is a brand new train line, right? A brand new state-of-the-art train line. It is beautiful. And it runs from like central London to east to, to everywhere it took to a lot of london right and the elizabeth line actually has a station at custom house which is ridiculously ridiculously helpful and and that will affect things like hotel right and accommodation all of these things right and we will get to that in a second but this train line is that much of a game changer for many 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 people and i think a lot of people will kind of this will go over their heads unless you know this knowledge you'll you'll want to book like near to the excel center you might want to be like 15 minute walk 10 minute walk away well actually there might be a much easier option and a cheaper option if you choose to stay elsewhere in the city and use something like the elizabeth line um just moving forward to another bit there's also nearby because all a lot of these tips and tricks as well um were given to us by my brother james who used to do a lot of work for the excel center so he's really familiar with this but even matty boy and i you know we go there for like matty boy said we go there for comic cons so this kind of feels like a home away from home for us as well right it's Mm -hmm as a nice little atmosphere for us anyway um and also if you're driving there i can't imagine loads of people will but you know a lot of those cosplayers may be coming in from the home counties maybe you're yeah. driving in from the midlands or southeast of england maybe the west of england wherever um yeah you can pre-book parking underneath the venue strongly recommend you do that um and that takes us to where should you stay where should you stay for Star Wars Celebration 2023? London, like we said, London is a massive, massive city. Like the population of London alone is bigger than a lot of countries. Like probably most of the countries on the world, in the world, London probably has a bigger population. It is huge. So don't just book a hotel in any part of London. Yeah, because you might be doing yourself a disservice and you might end up <laughs> commuting about an hour plus yes. and a half to just get to the venue in the first place you would be surprised um so there's near the excel right matty boy that's probably the number one that's your obvious choice but of course bear in mind that once celebration was announced to be in london and they're going to be the excel then a lot of those hotels at the time were were snapped up and the same would go for airbnb however they're not all gone uh, there are still hotel rooms and there's still Airbnb within the, you know, the very close vicinity, within a cro- close proximity to the XL. If you can get one right by, then who wouldn't want that? I mean, it's the same for any convention. It's the same for anything. The closer you are to the venue, surely the less stress and the less hassle it is. However, like Lukey Boy said, with things like the Lizzie line and just a general public transport in London, you can, af- you can afford to be... You know, a couple of minutes further back, maybe than you'd want to be from the venue because there's so many transport links to it. However, like Lukey Boy said, just because a hotel says London on it, that could be the very uh, the other side of London completely, and you may have um, a a stressful journey in in the morning. Like it's then it's not always a straight shot. You may have to change a few times on the underground to get there, then get onto the DLR. So, of course, if you can stay near the XL do so you may mm. it may to pay a few more for that but 
the the fear not of you can't because there are other options available in a in a closer vicinity that maybe not right not be, might not be right next door however yeah. once the star wars celebration tickets go on sale and we're hoping that'll be you know the beginning of 2023 early 2023 if not very late 2022 then hotel rooms will be block released which is something that star wars celebration will do wherever they are they'll book they'll bulk book hotel rooms once the tickets get uh, released here's a buy a ticket buy a hotel room there you go. It's all part of the package. Or for people who haven't got a hotel room, you two can get maybe snap up a last minute deal there. But yeah, man. Uh, but don't be dis- don't be you know disheartened by thinking, oh no, it's been two or three weeks. There might not be anything out. You know, there's always people who always drop out, especially with Airbnb. People people sign up, they drop out, they get their money back, and a room a op- room opens up. I've seen some very good deals and some very good Airbnb locations. Yeah, in man. and around the XL. It's just, it, it, it's patience, as Qui-Gon Jinn would, would say. You know, it's, yeah. it's patience and not, not, not a little bit of luck as well. But uh, the, the, you'll be surprised as how many options there are, wouldn't you? It's not, London's a big yeah. place. You don't want to be too, too, too far away if you can avoid it. But you'll be surprised at how many options that yeah, there are. I With think the public so. transport, it, you'll be fine within a certain amount of... It's easy. It's easy. It's easy to think that everything's booked up right now, right? Because Matty Boy and I did that. Like mm. we looked at all the major hotel chains, bearing in mind that a lot of these hotels, like Matty Boy said, are already block booked anyway by Star Wars Celebration. Um, but it's easy to look at that face value and go, "Oh no, there's pretty much nothing left." Well done. For, for transparency, Matty Boy and I have got an Airbnb. Yeah, but if if the block hotels come out and it's a better rate and it's cheaper and it's closer, then we'll just do that and cancel the Airbnb. The beauty of something like Airbnb is that you usually get a free cancellation policy, right? So that's just really flexible. Yeah. Check your T's and C's. Um, But that's really, really helpful. So um, yeah, as my boy said, near the Excel, obvious one, other places to probably consider, would be uh, Canning Town, literally minutes away, minutes away on the DLR, same as Stratford, East Mm -hmm. London, not Stratford upon Avon in the Midlands. (laughs) Shakespeare Town, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Stratford, East London would be a really good shout. Again, that's kind of like a transport hub. It's where the Olympics was held in 2012. And there are London Stadium. Because of that. There are loads of hotel rooms and accommodation there. That is a short train ride just down, down a few lines or Jubilee line or DLR down um, south toward uh, the Excel Center. Yep. And maybe I've got to, I've got to hype up my Elizabeth line again because Loved this it. line, Loved guys, it. like, because this line, right, stops off directly at Custom House. You have no idea how convenient this is. He's so, not kidding. So you can stay near, if you stay near an Elizabeth line station, yeah, an Elizabeth line station, there's any of these places I would recommend having a look. So Canary Wharf, Whitechapel, Liverpool Street, Farringdon, Tottenham Court Road, Bond Street, Paddington, and probably that's where I'd put the limit, but you can just look at the map for yourselves and and decide for yourself but that's where i would say and there's places all over london just look at the transport map get an idea for where the center is but in any of those places you can find a steal i think one of our mates 
uh, did that. One of I, f- I forget their um, I forget their name, but they've booked. I'll find their name in a second. But they messaged right. me saying they've booked um, like a Premier Inn, which is kind of like a medium to budget hotel yeah, chain three here star in, job, yeah, in the UK, um, and they've booked it at Farringdon, and nice. they're just going to literally get out, get on Elizabeth Line. And because this is like a high speed metro line, you're going to be there in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You and, lads. It, and, and, and you get off the train and you just walk into the venue. Like it is really, really, really good guys. Very impressive. So yeah. consider doing that. Um, other than that, I mean, the transport in London, let's be honest, is phenomenal. It is a very good yeah. public transport system. It's not always perfect, but generally <laughs> speaking, I think it'd be just because I'm 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 a bit of an infrastructure geek. Loves a building. Loves a building. Yeah, I mean, if you're coming from America, basically London's transport is better than anything in the US standard. It There's not around the country, isn't it? There ain't much that comes close. In in Europe, yeah. uh, even likewise, London's London's public transport generally pretty reliable generally pretty yeah. reliable and as long as you've got your smartphone contactless card you're good man you're good yeah. couple quid for a journey done yeah no he's got it and train the and you know trains sometimes have delays but for the most part london transport runs like clockwork i guess you could say do obviously check in advance you know the week before or the day before or the night before just to make sure that you know, the lines are all functioning they're not closed because sometimes the, lo- the lines close for maintenance or other reasons and which may mean you have to divert your journey but so just keep an eye on the tfl website the um transport for london website before you make your journey just to make sure that you're not going to end up going around the houses just to get to a little bit of star wars but like lukey boy said contactless card apple pay if you want to buy a ticket, you can do like an all-day travel card. It's it's about thirty quid, maybe, but that mm. gets you depending on where you come from. But that that gets you round London on the buses, on the tubes, on the overground. So there's there's plenty of ways in which you can pay. But if you can do it contactless, you just tap in and out each station. Yeah, and that's so much cheaper. That's the quickest, and it's much cheaper. It's much more convenient because you haven't got to keep fumbling around for your tickets either. But yeah, you know, get, and also just getting around London. You know, there's it, people talk about the London traffic. Yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare. But if you're staying within a decent proximity, it's fine. Uber, free now, Lime, the old electric scooters, which uh, I've caught my eye on, mate. I've got my eye on. Right there's on, plenty of ways to get around London or just get, or get yourself a bike, maybe. Hire a bike around Santander London. Santander bikes. Bike. Santander, Santander bike. bike. There's plenty of ways of which you can get around London, whether you're coming in from a bit further out or you're in that general area. There's plenty of fun ways to do it. And who doesn't want to see Jabba the Hud riding an electric scooter every morning into the uh, XL Centre? Maybe a little coffee in one hand, maybe a pancake in the other. <laughs> I'm here for it. Instagram that. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. I'm going to have a Greg's sausage roll oh, in one hand, oh. which we'll get to, which we'll get to. You know, We're not we leaving out Greg's coming. out of this conversation, lads. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's also worth noting for a lot of our international um friends and fans they are going to be flying into probably london airports there's a lot of london airports heathrow heathrow airport which is the big daddy london gatwick london stansted london city south end luton um, luton yeah pretty much all of those have very 
very good public transport connections and you can get a train into london from them that are going to be minuscule compared to a taxi yep. telling you they can take you into central london right so Doesn't again take that long either yeah it, 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 it's it's worth doing that to be honest you know if, if you've got the energy to do it it's worth doing. Save a load of money. Save your bunts for when you're at the Excel and when spending you all your money on those Power of the Force toys. Oh, you got a you got a prize amount of Luke Bly's furious, rageful hands um, if you try taking away his Power of the Force toys. I'm actually worried. Like I'm worried <laughs> at how much money I'm going to spend. I Do you know what I mean? How like, much I, I'm going to spend because I don't often buy things at conventions, you know, from the traders, but only if it's a bargain. Because like we said, I like the tat. You know, I like the merch and I like the, like, just looking at the, some of the stuff I've got, like, uh, Bib Fortuna skull mugs. Oh, That's no, my those, kind of thing. Those Bib now. Fortuna mugs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, Bib mug is the one. I've got mugged off for that, but, hey, but, uh, no, I, oh. it's, it's up there. It's in, um, prime, prime position, but I like all that stuff. So I kind of wonder how much I'm going to spend, but, um, what does I mention? You mentioned, mate, you mentioned the weather. Everybody knows mm. Britain and England is notorious for just ignoring whatever season it is. April, end of April, mate, it is officially spring in the United Kingdom, which might make you think, oh, that's good. It's mm. going to be hot and sunny. Got to get the old hay fever pills popping because, you know, pollen everywhere. <laughs> Not always, though, is it, mate? It's, it, like you say, it may be a little bit chilly, but we can hope that it's going to be a nice warm weekend. But. As Brits, we will never say that for definite, will we? The weather no, is the most unpredictable part of this lovely island. Yeah, you can't. You can't. It, and and this is the same place where like it might be rainy and cloudy in the morning and then in the afternoon, like it is bright blue skies, yep. gorgeous, crisp, hot. Like it, it can muggy. Be it's worth knowing that the average is about thirteen degrees, fifteen degrees Celsius. Okay, yeah. that isn't Fahrenheit. That is Celsius. I don't know what that is like. 15, in it's about you, fifty. It's about just 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 below sixty degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's fine. It's it is actually p- what what we would consider like pleasant. It's not it's not warm. It's not like it's cold, not cold either. It's just like pleasant. And it's if anything. Right, I'd say actually that's quite a nice temperature to like have a celebration in and do a lot of things in and be yeah, like yeah, active be because right. it's not it going be, to be. It will be hot in this convention center, though, will it? Won't it? So just bear that in yeah. mind. Even if it's hammering it down with rain outside or anything, it's going to get hot and steamy. Not just because me and Luca there inside yeah. that convention center. <laughs> it's just going to get hot. So but it's not. Yeah. It, it, I mean, the chances are it's not going to be like chicago right <laughs> where they're gonna have cold snow like guys it snows like one or Once two days a, a year in london moon. max if it does if it does some years yeah. it doesn't ever snow right it isn't it's not a city of extreme weather right no, it's, it's, a, it's a very mild city and there is a, a little bit of a myth around how much it rains in london it rains <laughs> a lot more in a lot of other of our european yes. sister cities than it does You're london right. london is just a very mild city all around um so that's weather that's tips for weather uh, other star warsy things to do in london on, town matty boy um there's an obvious one and it's right by the excel center yes. do you want to tell us about it mate boy i do mate because when we went to mcm i got off at the wrong train because i was still half asleep and i ended up in canary wharf and i'm telling you when you stand in on the platforms waiting your train you look around and you feel the rogue one vibes 
in the in Canary Wharf in the underground station there where they shot Rogue One. They also shot Andor there as well. Of course, they retrofitted it with also a little bit of green screen uh, to make sure it didn't look quite as undergroundy. But when you're when you're there. you feel like you're in the film so if you fancy going to a star wars filming location probably one of the easiest ones you will ever locate Mm, that's true underground station just just hop off stand there for a few minutes get a few pictures two minutes later another train's going to come by jump back on that one canary wharf mate when i went there and i I say this you know genuineness where you do feel you get it it feels like you're in this the imperial base on scarif when you're in the Canary yeah. Wharf underground. Yeah. And as I say, it's, it's right next to the convention centre. So if you get a chance to, it sounds daft, if you get a chance to visit an underground tube station, but trust me, Star Wars geeks will get it. If you get a chance, check it out. Yeah, it's well worth doing. Mm-hmm. Well worth doing. Get that photo opportunity of like Jin running down the <laughs> yeah. corridor. Yeah, and, and just Google it, Canary Wharf, uh, Rogue One, and or it's worth noting as well that the underground station is different to like the DLR station and mm. the Crossroads station. They're all different like buildings and facilities. So and Andor was filmed in Crossrail, I believe. And actually a little bit above ground. Above ground. And then the Rogue One is all on the underground station. Um, yep. So, Rogue, yeah, definitely. Rogue One. Rogue, Rogue One. Uh, so definitely worth taking a look there. You can always try and hedge your bets at having a look around somewhere like Elstree. Elstree, obviously, that is like the OG yeah. home of Star Wars, uh, mm-hmm. where the originals were filmed, particularly uh, people think of 1977 or the 70s, not even 77. Mm-hmm and star wars um but it's worth bearing in mind that is a working studio you know that still has stuff going down on it um but maybe let's see um closer to the time they might be doing some like studios uh, like tours something like that they might want to capitalize on that um but let's see i don't know there's loads of other places around the uk um that you can visit and are in not that far away from London where they've filmed Phantom Menace, Rogue One, Force Awakens, Rise Last of Jedi. Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, yes, very true. And I think we're gonna instead of listing those all right now, I think we're gonna include that in like a blog post. Like something slightly separate. Like if you're that hardcore and you want to do that, stay tuned and just watch out for our blog post. Uh, and maybe something else that might hint at that too, that we're working on. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, and there's all, of course, there's all the other geek stuff to do in London, you know, the geek shops, the comic book shops. And, and of course there's going to be outside of Star Wars celebration, your after parties and your events hosted by Star Wars sessions podcast. Keep your eyes peeled for that. Keep your eyes peeled for that, guys. It is going to be sick. Absolutely sick. I'm so excited for that. I mean, London is the pop culture scene in London is is getting bigger. It's growing. So if you've got if you're there for the week or you're coming from abroad and you're spending a few extra days in London, the obvious one you go to Tottenham Court Road, which isn't that far away from Excel, like Lukey Boy said, and you've got Forbidden Planet there, the classic Forbidden Planet. Uh, not too far away in old Camden is the Mega City Comics. And um, there's a specialist gaming shop as well, like tabletop games called Orcs Nest. That's down in Earlham Street in East mm. London. So uh, there's a few things there that might tickle your fancy a wee bit if you want to get involved in the pop culture stuff. There's also like in Covent Garden, there's like a Harry Potter photographic exhibition where you go and basically 
get involved in the props and the locations they've made. It's, it's a bit like the studio tour, but bought mm. to Covent Garden, stuff like that. Well, um, you've got the Warner so, Brothers. So stuff. You've got the Warner Brothers stuff there anyway, like the Warner Brothers tour for all like yeah. the, um, what do they call like the Harry Potter Wizarding world, world. Now, Wizarding world. Yeah. And then and that's uh, where King's they shot the Menace behind that in Leavesden. Right. Right. Yes. Leavesden. Yeah. So, and, and then you've got King's Cross as well. If you're into all that tat, which I'm yeah. not because this is a Star Wars podcast. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Middle earth anyway, middle earth all the way. But um, yeah, no, if you're into that, then yeah, there's loads of stuff to do. Do your research, look into it. I mean, let's not forget, like even if you're into literature, right. Think of how many uh, writers and artists are from just l- like London alone or, or England. And you can get to go to those places, you know, Charles mm-hmm. Dickens, Jane Austen. There, there is so much to see and do oh, in regards to that. If you're into that, but we, we appreciate that not maybe everyone is going to be for that. Uh, yeah. But that's, that's why we've got like other things to do in London while you're in star Wars celebration, maybe you've booked a week's holiday, maybe two weeks and you want a few other things to do some other recommendations. Again, maybe we're going to come up with a more concise list on our blog, but first things first, mate, boy, first things first, Greg's what's going down. Tell, I tell you what's going down a couple of steaks bakes and a few sausage rolls all washed down with a Greg's coffee mate the amount of our wonderful international listeners who have said their first stop once getting into the big smoke is going to be Greg's is <laughs> is bordering insane now but um mate there's, there's there's a great like a Starbucks on every corner in well most countries now it's, it's also a Greg's on most corners isn't there mate uh so Greg's is going to have to be your first port of call you want a you want a you want a cheap lunch or even a breakfast if you're feeling naughty. Five pounds, seven bucks. You you can get yourself about well five or six of the greatest pastries you will you will ever know, and it's, it all comes endorsed by Star Wars sessions. However, your waistline may not thank you for it, but Greg's mate, we we've uh, we've been advocates for Britain's great favourites baker for for many years since we started, haven't we, mate? And oh, you know, yeah. if, if you don't like it. You know, if you don't go to Greg's and you don't like it, don't at us. Just blame Greg's. They must have been having an off day. The the annoying thing is, right, is that the, there isn't a Greg's like super close to the Excel Center. You're right. Yeah, we've we've kind of again. This is what we we're saying earlier. It's not like the most um, lived in part of London. You know, it's mm-hmm. a very working part of the city. So, um, but the nearest one is in Canning Town on Hermit Road. There's yeah, also. <laughs> I've found out, mate. There's yeah, also one at North Greenwich Underground Station, which Not is um, near the O2 Arena, mm-hmm. which uh, some of you might know from the Drake song, turn the O2 into the O3. Yeah. Uh, um, there's uh, Canary Wharf as well has got one. There's one in Poplar. And if you're staying uh, near Woolwich, there's two in Woolwich. And um, there's one in kind of like South Greenwich. But, yeah, not near... Not really near, Not uh, near Excel. If you're staying like outside, like what we said, like maybe more towards central London or oh, Stratford, yeah. somewhere like that, there'll be plenty. You'll you'll see them. We're not sponsored by Greg's, but we have asked them enough. We're not. Just, just, We're not. just for transparency. You don't sponsor us, but if you fancy it, guys, do it. Do it. 
Yeah, if 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 you're there for breakfast, get yourself a bacon roll with ketchup. Mm. Oh, mate, just it's so mm. simple. But the bread is fresh and baked, and that is so, so good. Sauce, yeah. Sausage. Oh, sorry, it's um, it's uh, so good. <laughs> so yeah, good. that's what right. he says when he walks in. That's just Dan as well. Sausage roll, steak bake, chicken bake. Mm. They do the baguette sandwiches. Oh, look, you, we're nice. talking about pack lunches, guys. Like it might even. It might even be worth staying in a hotel or an Airbnb near a Greg's and just having that, getting the Greg's, shove it in your backpack, go to Excel Center ready for Star Wars Celebration. What what could be better? Mate, I, I'm half tempted to do that, even if I don't eat it, just to show. Like when we went to MCM and we started slapping Newbold around the face of our sausage rolls, <laughs> and he was loving it. So we might end up doing that at Star Wars Celebration. If you see a sausage roll going through the air, you know that your friendly neighbourhood Star Wars sessions are nearby. But it's not yeah, just Greg's, so, mate. True. We know, I mentioned this in the intro quite a lot, but Luke Bly, he loves a curry. Talk, I mean, to, us, talk, talk to me. Where can I get a good curry? Right. The XL? Let, for those of you who don't know, Indian food is the most consumed food now in the United Kingdom. We love it more than our own traditional food. Thank goodness. Like London guys, because some of you might have never visited before. There are people in the UK that maybe haven't even visited London before. London is uh, the, uh, I think it is the, if not one of the, it's one of the uh, most diverse cities on the planet. It's the only city in the world where over 300 languages are spoken there every single day. So with that comes some great options for cuisine. Thank Mm. goodness, because there is a lot more to British food than um, fish and chips. Beans on toast. Yeah, and thank goodness, because a lot of that is very working class and therefore very stodgy and, and doesn't always have the spices you want. So go to a curry. We love curry. Like yes. we destroy it. And a lot of the curries you get in the curry houses over here in the UK, they were invented in Britain in places like Birmingham, Glasgow. So uh, somewhere that I would always um, recommend is the Punjab in seven dials. Seven it's dials. literally, it's opposite forbidden planet. Mm-hmm. Like you can see the Punjab from, from there. Um, Punjab, it's been in London since 1946. So loads of, after the war, that's basically where Britain got a lot of its immigration from. Um, and uh, yeah, the f- same family run it than they did in 1946. That's really cool. It's really good, right? Yeah. And there's another one, like lo- lots of hype around this one. They don't take bookings. You have to walk in Dishoom, very well known mm-hmm. um, curry establishment. But to be honest, Again, might be worth a Google jobby. Like there are the hundreds, if not thousands, of curry houses in yeah. London. Uh, but a curry and a pint, I'm telling you, man. And we'll probably do that ourselves. Maybe we'll do God like damn right, we will. We'll do a sessions curry night. Maybe. What do you think? Yeah. We should do that. Yeah. Yes. I'm we kind should of, do that. I'm, I'm kind of thinking maybe the the Friday night. But then I'm thinking, well, some people's guts can't handle a curry. They don't want to be spending their Saturday night, a Saturday afternoon at celebration, feeling a bit uh, queasy. But mate. A Star Wars Sessions curry night and a p- curry and a pint night. Yes, I think that has. It, I think as a it's given, gonna happen. It has it's going to happen. It has to happen. Uh, or a curry and a soft drink or water, if that is more your yeah. jam. We won't be pushing booze on anyone, but we might be pushing the curry on yeah, because we love a curry. Yes, we do. We love it. Thank you so much, the Indian subcontinent. 
for your yes. flavour and spices. We it are eternally so, grateful for it. So much of it, mate. And yeah, I'm, I'm here for all of it, mate. But yeah, there's so much stuff to do in, in London. You've got, obviously, again, it depends on how much time you have. If you're just here for celebration, you may not be able to dive on and do all of the things that we might mention tonight or in a future blog. But we're still going to mention it. Of course, you can do the touristy stuff. You can jump on a red, t- a red top London bus uh, and be taken around usually central and west London and you'll see the haunts. You'll see Buckingham Palace. You'll see Big Ben. You'll see all these, all the places you've seen in your dreams. But that also means that you may miss some of celebration unless you're here for a bit longer. So there's the tours of London, the public transport. You can see, you can see all of the major tourist tra- uh, landmarks in one day because of the public transport of London. It may be a stretch, but you can do it. Uh, I'd say that because I've done it myself. It was a stretch, but you've done it. So if you want to do the tourist thing, which, I mean, let's face it, every time I go somewhere, I do the tourist thing. You can see all of the major things in London. Of course, it's going to be busy. It's a major city. Um, But I, I would recommend it if you've got the time, especially if you haven't been to London before. If you can soak up some of that London life, like Lukey Boy said, it's diverse, it's cosmopolitan, it's... It's a treat. I love going to London. It's mm. the cliche. You turn it. You turn one corner. There's history. You turn the next oh, corner. Ridiculous. There's there's, there's yeah. modern history. You know, it's a, such a wonderful city to just walk around as well. But if you can get a guided tour and uh, see see the the haunts, then I'd recommend it. Not even just that. There are the more cliche ones. If you have a love of uh, the paranormal or things like that, you can go on those kind of walks. If you love movie locations, the Ripper, you can go on those the kind of walks. The Ripper the I've done it myself. It's fit. Me too. If you, yeah, Luke's fit. If you want to do like movie location tours, you can do that. So it's not just his, you know, here's the main sites, but if you've yeah, got, there's a lot more, that, there's a lot more to London than the landmarks. I would almost get, like, I'd, I'd get the landmarks out of the way and then get stuck yep. into like the, the, the other places to the be other honest. places sunshine um, <laughs> and there's there's everything like so it, literally everything watch vlogs on youtube and get an mm-hmm. idea for it and, and and maybe read on like things like quora expedia and and try and listen from locals where they'd recommend because it all it's all down to taste yeah if you're into that luxury life london is mm-hmm. perfect for that if you're into like the more working stuff there's loads of that the pubs alone guys the pub culture Bruh. here in britain is it goes without saying it is our culture it is our culture. There's a difference between a pub culture and a, and a drunken boozing culture as well. In case anyone mm. gets misconstrued that pub culture means people after work will go and have a drink in the pub with their mates and then maybe go home or they'll stay and have a few. Yeah. There's a difference yeah, between yeah, 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 drunken yeah. yob culture and pub culture. Yeah. You can have like meetings, like business yeah. meetings in, in, in a pub, you know, it's pretty normal to do that. You can have lunch and dinner in a pub, you know, very <laughs> yeah. normal. And there are some ancient pubs, right? you can go to pubs where they do karaoke you can go to pubs that are traditionally served the irish community yes. you know it's so the irish pubs it is absolutely grand honestly strongly recommend um there's also like this is this is like a hot like take right i Ooh. think one of the best things to do that like, a lot of tourists don't always know about and because they wouldn't because it's not really marketed that well people think of things like london eyes and observation wheel you know, hmm. uh, if you want to do that, fair enough. I've I've been on it. It's all right. I would say go to the Walkie Talkie Building, which yeah, is known Sky as Garden. Twenty Fenchurch Street, the Sky Garden at Bruh. the top. You mm. can go to that for free. You can go mm-hmm. to that for free if you book it. If you book your slot, you can go to the top of this skyscraper. 
in the square mile for free and look at all of the London landmarks. It is absolutely fantastic. And there is a garden, like an actual like kind of tropical style garden at the top of this skyscraper. And it's this huge thing. It, it It's a really interesting building. I don't want to go too much in the architecture because I know that's my thing. I'm he so geeky about that. But... but there's loads of stuff, the tours, the markets, Borough Market, just for the food, Camden Market, just because that's where, like, um, Amy Winehouse used to hang out. A lot of, like, musicians used to hang out. Camden's really famous. It's got its own culture, yeah. It, there's, there's, London is, like, a collection of loads of villages just shoved into, like, one <laughs> huge mad, city. It? it is absolutely phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that is the gist because now Star Wars celebration, mate. We know it's coming home. We know it's coming to London. Mate, what can we expect from a, a celebration 2023? Well, this is it. You'd expect to get more from a Star Wars Ahsoka and all. We're going to get a season two. We know that. They've already shot it or they're in production. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll get more about and all. By the time celebration comes out, we will have seen the Mandalorian, or at least it'll be very close to finishing. We will have had Jedi survivor as well. So they're the things that we know are going to be coming out. The acolyte possibly as well. And maybe some news on stuff like Lando, which still going, but we didn't get it this year, mate. The potential for new films. We, you know, Taika Waititi himself has said, look, I'm expanding what you think is star Wars is okay. Cool. When probably not 2023 rogue squadron. When, who knows? And all the other projects. You know, maybe I'm thinking that 2023, we will start to hear or get news concrete about what's going on cinematically with Star Wars. Because we're getting a lot of articles yeah. and a lot of stuff in the yeah. press from uh, varying people about what's happening. But let's have a panel. Well, let's have some real announcements now about what's going on. Because we're living in a streaming world now, but there's something special about a Star Wars film. And like you say, the spiritual home is London. Wouldn't it be cool mm. if they said, you know, we're cut, you know, we will be filming our new uh, film, whatever, partly in England, whatever, but we can confirm this film is coming out hit then. That's what I want, mate. But I think it's going to be streaming heavy. You know, there, there'll be, there'll be the other panels as well. There'll be um, like the, the odd one-off panels to get like we had this year, which was like the droids and that kind of panel, which is pretty cool. The, the blast point boys were on that. I think um, uh, there'll be, There'll be the publishing panels. There'll be the animated panels. Maybe we'll get a new animated series. That kind of stuff is purely conjecture, but mm. I think we're going to get a lot. I think Ahsoka will probably be the big focus, Yeah, I think. But what about you, mate? Is there anything else from that list that you think, do you know what? I reckon we're going to get this. New film. I hope yeah. we get new film. New film announcement. New film announcement. I don't think we'll get a trailer. We m- Maybe a title maybe a title but that's where that's what i'm leaning toward right now that's what i'm leaning toward right now um but like you said i think the main maybe the main thing might be uh, ahsoka and or season two mando Mm -hmm. maybe even mando season four was we know it's happening who knows who knows I, 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 i honestly think it'll be maybe like a future filmmakers panel sort of, mm-hmm. of sort of dealio um something i would love that didn't happen in celebration just gone but i'd love to see for for next year is like a roadmap of star wars projects and yeah. how, maybe how they all link together i think that would be really really cool really i think that's needed 
I think that's needed. But again, I think the whole the whole film discussion is a conversation like in itself, and we'll and we will get to that. I think, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think they need to take the lessons from this year. They need to stream the panels as well. Uh, you know, I've got a funny feeling that they are going to stream the panels because it's in London. They'll be like, oh, it's international. We'll stream it so other people can see it. I do think they're going to suddenly decide to cater and stream this well, uh, that's celebration. A, yeah, that's I, just a – they've done that. They've always done that. I th- exactly. I know. Well, anomaly. Why they did it this year, I don't know, but I think they're going to conveniently go back to doing it when they're in London. Um, and I, what I, what, one of the things I do hope for is I hope that, and they, people may kind of think, what do you want about? But I hope they treat this celebration as, like they would, like the one that's gone. I hope they, they throw as much stuff as they can. Doesn't matter where it's being held in the world. Mm. Give us the good stuff. I don't, I don't want to see the kind of, Oh, you know, we're going to have a, a quick panel about this and a little panel about that, and you know, we, we haven't got any of the big stars come. I think, I, I think that I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to go big this year, next year. But I hope they do as well. There's that. Yeah. I just hope they don't kind of, I don't want to say cheap out, but I hope, I hope they treat this like they would one of the one of the big boys, like in 2016 the or something else. They, yeah, 2016, they, we got they, the Rogue One panel. They, I, we were there. We were there. Weren't we? I had a good time there. 2016 and, was sick, and you slept on the floor. Yeah, I did. I yeah. did. I slept on the floor with Isaac, man like Isaac, Isaac Heavy, the night before. We met loads of friends. It was great. It was outstanding. And But, you know, what's even better is we won't need to sleep on any cold floors this time around because of the lottery system. So, mate, I'm yep. so excited, so ridiculously excited. And it's it, well, like we've been hoping for something like this. Really, since 2016, selfishly, we've been I like, can't oh, wait please to come back to London in, or at least Europe. Do you remember? We were like, oh, if it, like, I think it was like last year, two years ago, we were going to each other. We were like, even if it's like somewhere like Germany, I think yeah, Paris, we were like, maybe it'll be in Paris. Okay, Euro trip. We'll go. We'll do it. We'll go. Yeah. I mean, definitely. We, we, we talk about going anywhere in the world, but of course, if it's on your doorstep, you're not going to say no to that. If it's in Germany, Paris, um, Amsterdam, wherever it might be, that's a lot more doable and uh, we're just glad that it's come it's coming home mate that's what we've been saying and we're not going to stop saying it it's coming um, i cannot wait till we get there in april next year mate to in, to enjoy it as creators to enjoy it as fans as well and i can't wait to see everybody there a star wars convention mate for the first time in 7 years is coming home man oh. <laughs> Hi, this is Simon J. Williamson, Max Rebo from Return of the Jedi, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. We are still 10 months away from celebration, but I'm getting dry mouthed at the thought of all the talking, all the shouting, all the fun that we're going to have when we get there. So thankfully, yes, it's Falcon has pulled up outside our favourite dusty drinking hole the Bantina, so we can refresh ourselves with some liquid goodness. My man, the only question that remains is, shall we? Uh, let's do it. Uh, come on, come on. Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? A libation. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? i Give me the spiciest drink you've got. Pour me another Park Kellen sling. Where are you going, master? For a drink? 
It's coming home. Yes, here we are, mate. Here in the Bantina. Each week, for those of you who are new to the show or old, we sit down with you lot, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a few Kef beers and we get your thoughts on our main discussion. So this week, we asked for your favourite moments from any Star Wars celebration. And again, you did not disappoint. No, you did not. We got some great comments from everywhere. And to kick us off are a few cheeky ones from Instagram. Our boy Johnny Olif, Starbird Falls, said Chicago 2019, watching the Rise of Skywalker trailer on the show floor with thousands of other Star Wars fans. Roll it again. If you ever wondered where that's from in our intro, oh. it is from that, <laughs> that Rise of Skywalker panel. Celebration 2019 Chicago. Oh, yes. We weren't there, but we were watching online. Wow, that was special, wasn't it? That was, that was special. Liam Collects, our boy, says, being at Celebration 2016 when they announced the return of Thrawn in Rebels and seeing a Thrawn cosplayer near us yelling, yes! Also, <laughs> getting to meet Gary Fisher, Carrie's dog. We love it. We love it. Jedi Andy, 1130, said camping out for the Force Awakens panel at Celebration Anaheim 2015. I was in the arena and it was the best panel ever. That's the one where uh, they gave out pizza. Jay yeah. Abrams came and gave out pizza. Yeah, we got pizza as well. Us Sados queuing up in 2016. Lucky boys. It was great. It was really, really good. Sith Slayer. 246 our boy mo says 2017 orlando day one 40th anniversary panel guests on stage included hayden and ian billy d anthony daniels peter mayhew and to top it off uh mark hamill was called on stage and if that wasn't enough harrison ford was called next and the crowd went mental (laughs) i'll never forget the roar of the crowd that day after that john williams was invited on stage to conduct a moving tribute to carrie fisher and a few other of his well-known tracks this was my absolute favorite panel ever i lost my voice and i'm not ashamed to say there were tears wow i mean that is just come on so special we also got a few mentions about ben mendelson coming um in costume arriving in yes. costume at the rogue one panel in london that was special man I, I, I was there i was in the room when that happened i saw that that was incredible a few other uh mentions of of that happening too so all around good vibes mate what about on twitter and facebook mate boy twitter and facebook didn't disappoint as ever you guys never do uh, gordon brown our boy um, and actually, and Luke Summerfield, the King of Wales, w- both went for the basically the same thing, which was the Rise of Skywalker panel showing the trailer. You hear Palps, Ian McDermott standing there, mate. What does he say? Roll it again. Your voice is deeper than mine, so that's why. <laughs> um, Luke Summerfield says, "Me and the boys are running around the house, and to this day, my son still goes on about that Ray flip from." the trainer mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. my boy jay manchin fantastic artist jay manchin says uh, celebration europe 2016 was his favorite memory he said he was younger greener and had never even attended a convention as a fan meeting mark hamill sam Witwer, daniel logan and jeremy bullock inspired me and my work so much that now i attend conventions as a guest artist and a fantastic one of that and he's provided some pictures of him meeting the aforementioned um star wars cast and crew including uh, Jeremy Bullock, the legendary Jeremy Bullock. Uh, Jimmy Adams, the tank, said, Mine was listening to Dave Filoni and John Favreau talk about Star Wars during the Mando panel in Chicago. Just two friends talking Star Wars, 
with so much passion and love for the franchise. Uh, mm. Ross Hollibond said, as in terms of group memories, it was this year, 2022, when Rosario called out Chopper. Rosario Dawson called out Chopper and led to Sabine's introduction, Natasha Lea Bordizzo. And individually, he says, working the crew at Celebration Chicago and have, having a very brief exchange with a wonderful Peter Mayhew with nobody else around. Surreal. Again, it's those kind of memories that you know mean so much to so many people as the years go by. And Mary Perdue said, Celebration Anaheim 2015 in the arena for the Force Awakens panel. Han saying, Chewie, we're home. Shields, <laughs> mate. What's your favourite celebration uh, memory? Because we've just got some absolute fire ones from Insta, Facebook, Twitter. Can you beat? I don't think you can. Go on, say, try and beat one of them. I don't know, man. I, I I do think being at the Rogue One panel was pretty special in person. I saw um, Bays. I forget the yeah. actor's name, but Bays spoil his character's <laughs> death when this guy dies. Like, oh yeah, Chirrut's death. Yeah, Chirrut's yeah. death. Yeah, I, I saw that, that and they edited yeah. that out of the yes. uh, of of the video. That was you shouted at Riz Ahmed, didn't you? I shouted at Riz Ahmed nicely at, at, during the Rogue One panel. You, you can, can hear it in the live stream because I've listened back. You can hear it. In fact, we might even maybe put it here just for reference. Riz. Woo! Uh, Your acting career has included roles in acclaimed indie films like Four Lions. Woo! The Reluctant Fundamentalist, Nightcrawler, and the new HBO show, The Night Of. What attracted you to this film? Why a Star Wars movie? Um, I thought just like to kind of change it up, it'd be good to do um, a film that other people have seen apart from just that one guy that was shouting. Um, thank you for your custom. Um, yeah, that was amazing. Really, really good. Uh, but remotely, I loved Celebration 2017 and the Carrie Fisher. What, oh, um, man. Uh, Mo John said. Williams, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was listening to that at work. I remember that. That was incredible really 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 incredible loved that what about you man yeah that that moment was special uh when john williams was introduced not only because he's playing that music you know the soundtrack to all of our lives but the touching tribute to our princess carrie fisher was i don't think there was a dry eye in the house at celebration and i watched it at home i i'd finished work early that day i remember because i wanted to come home and watch the last jedi trailer that um mm. was attached to that convention and I remember the discourse that followed and the conversations we had about that. But um, mm. being in t- 2016, I remember uh, asking a cosplayer who's dressed up as Darth Vader uh, if he could have a photograph of my dad. And um, my dad's very shy. I was like, oh, he won't ask one. So I went up to him to, to Darth Vader and said, oh, can, can he have a picture of you? He is my father. And nobody laughed. And to that day, I still remember thinking, what a great joke that was. Nobody found it funny. <laughs> But I got the picture nonetheless of my father standing next to Darth Vader. So that was a good memory. But just seeing like all the Rogue, Rogue One props bit there before the film coming out and kind of trying to work out in your head, what are they doing with this film, which is a line of text from A New Hope Crawl? You know, what is what is it going to be about? Look at these, you know, these outfits and costumes look cool and the props look cool. But so it's kind of like it's the, it's the feeling of wonder of being at Celebration, seeing these props thinking, right, where are we going with these? And just seeing mm. that kind of outpouring of love, we had a lot of messages on all the social where people were kind of just saying like the, that feeling of, of celebration, of excitement and love and passion is what they love most about celebration. And 
that's what I'm looking forward to most in 2023, mate. As much as any of the other stuff, as much as covering it or or, or anything, or the panels, is just the people just standing mm. there looking around and being like, everyone's here for the same reason, and they're all loving it, and we're all here for this jam. And you know, for four days is going to be the best four days of the year, hopefully, of the decade, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, th- th- that kind of like, the vibe, mate. Hopefully, it's going to be a good one, but we'll make sure it is, won't we? Yeah absolutely mate it's going to be sick so thank you so much for everyone sending in their thoughts and their lovely comments yes sir if we didn't get around to you this week we'll do everything we can to get to you on another edition of the ban tina for extra content go to patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions you know it's gonna be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right. Spice is by the Bantinos. The Patreon questions section. And to kick us off is our boy. To us, he's royalty. To you, he might be just a real thick boy. It's Luke Summerfield. Let's hear it. Jedi are romanticized, deified. If you strip away the myth and look at their deeds, the legacy of the Jedi is failure, hypocrisy, hubris. That's not true. At the height of their powers, they allowed Darth Sidious to rise, create the Empire, and wipe them out. It was a Jedi master who was responsible for the training and creation of Darth Vader. And a Jedi who saved him. Yes, the most hated man in the galaxy, but you saw there was conflict inside him. You believed that he wasn't gone, that he could be turned. And I became a legend. Hey, you spicy sickheads. My question is, since Return of the Jedi, do you think Luke and Obi-Wan have had a good relationship? I believe there's definitely some animosity there. Let me know what you think. And remember, Palpatine loves a good deep dive. Mm, very good question very interesting my boy what are you saying about that man um did luke and obi-wan have a good relationship post return of the jedi um i think they did i think it would be interesting to hear what obi-wan and also anakin who is now redeemed what they thought about how you know the each other handled you know luke you know what did anakin you know looking you know with his experience how did he think obi-wan brought luke up trained luke and vice versa how did obi-wan really think he did in terms of bringing up anakin's son uh, i think i do think luke would always will always hold like a small grudge against obi-wan because you can tell how angry he is in return of the jedi from a certain point of view because if he th- because if he'd known sooner, maybe he would have tried to turn his father to the light quick sooner. But of course, the question is, would it have worked? Was the time in Return of the Jedi like the per- was it the perfect confluence of events? You know, if Luke had known mm. at the beginning of the Empire Strikes Back that Vader was his governor, mm. was it too early for Vader in his mind to be turned then? So you know, he he may have tried to turn him sooner, but it may not have actually gone the way he thinks. Uh, but also. It's, you know, Anakin or Darth, whatever, it's Luke's dad. And, you know, Luke Skywalker lived his life thinking, you know, one thing about his dad. You know, he was a spice trader, whatever, he was killed. 
he's been living a lie since ch- his whole life has been a lie when it comes to his parental figures. We understand the reasons why. We know why that the secret had to be kept. But does Luke really understand that? You know, having lived that and had to be that person, and then find out the horrible truth. You know, does, does Luke understand that? Um, so I think mm. I think they had a good relationship. But I think Luke will always have that kind of. You know, why didn't you tell me? And and Yoda and, and, and Summerfield kind of added a bit of um, aromat, a bit of seasoning to his question. Oh. You know, in in the Last Jedi, it was Yoda who showed up to Luke, whereas Obi Wan was always connecting to Ray, English Rose Daisy Ridley. Yoda in the Last Jedi, I think, actually worked on a real world level because Yoda is Yoda, isn't he, mate? You can create him as a puppet, or you can make him digitally. If you bring an Obi Wan Kenobi back in that scene in the Last Jedi, which Kenobi are you going to bring back? Are you going to bring back a CGI Sir Alec Guinness, assuming you got permission, or are you going to bring back Ewan McGregor? Despite the last time we saw Kenobi, canonically would be Old Man Guinness in Return of the Jedi. So, I think the reason why Yoda came back in the Last Jedi was simply because it was practically much easier to get Yoda. You got the gut, you got the punch of the Dagobah, uh, the parallels. It's like poetry; it rhymes. So I don't, I don't think that having Yoda on Arcto was uh, anything other than let's just not have the headache of deciding which Obi Wan Kenobi to bring back. Let's have uh, Yoda. The fans love Yoda. It's the nostalgia for Empire. Uh, Obi Wan connecting to Ray was done narratively for for many reasons because even as John Williams said, nobody really knew what was happening with the Ray character. They didn't know if she was a Kenobi, a Skywalker, a Palpatine, uh, a Watto, or what. So. There was always that ambiguity, but I think Luke. I think Luke would have reconciled with Obi Wan. I think he would have got it. You know, you might, I think he would have got what was happening, whether he agrees with it or not. And I think Yoda c- uh, coming to him was just actually more real world than anything else. You know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Stick a puppet there, and it's much easier. But do what about you, mate? Do you think Luke Skywalker hated Obi Wan Kenobi, or do you think you know let bygones be bygones? Yeah, I think um, let Qui-Gons be Qui-Gons, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, I think I think it's it's a it's a tricky one where obviously Luke had a strong relationship with both of those characters, but just because he had a a strong relationship with both of them doesn't necessarily mean that one isn't nec- isn't better at something than the other. What I mean by that is that in this instance where Luke is down d- in the dumps, depressed and probably about to end his life, I'm pretty sure that they've expanded on that scene yeah. where Luke's about to burn down the tree and Luke's like had enough. Um, maybe Yoda was the only one in that in uh, at that point that could get through to him, not Obi Wan. Right, and that's not to say that they don't have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. I truly believe Obi Wan and Luke have a good relationship post Return of the Jedi. Um, but from my experience as well, the, the 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 and my interpretation of the Force so far, right? There's no matter of fact on this in Star Wars, but I think the Force ghosts don't just like come out and play with people randomly, like when yeah, when they fancy like. Yeah, they don't like chat on the phone like when they're lonely or like, oh yeah, what you've been up to? You're right, mate. Like, see the game. I don't think it works like that. I think that they only turn up when they really, really are needed or when there's some sort of significant event or moment, something powerful, something extremely spiritual. And in this instance, I think Yoda was the best man for the job. That's mm-hmm. it. That's what I think. Um, so post Return of the Jedi, I'd imagine Luke has been communing. Or communicating or seeing the, the Obi Wan 
and Yoda. So, and there's the real world element, like you said, Mayboy. But you, you pretty much said that. I don't want to go over it again. But I think I think that's a well rounded answer, to be honest, from both of us. So good Excellent. question, though, Lukey boy. Very good. Mid. Good job. I think it's but I'm. I think Force Ghosts. They, they've even said, you know, I can't. I can't interfere. You know, they can't get involved necessarily, uh, which is why we didn't have the Force Ghosts at the end of Tross pushing Palpatine back because mm. they can't interfere. Um, so yeah, I think they come out when the Force call, wills them to. Basically, that's and I'm and I'm here for that. So yeah, good answer, mate, and good question, Luke. So what do what do you guys think? Did Luke harbor any kind of grudge or ill will towards Obi Wan Kenobi, or were they were they mates? post return of the jedi let us know uh, moving on to our next question from tubular tommy he says hey it's tubular his words not mine a tubular says, tubular he says what are some smells you'd like to experience in the galaxy and what would these places or things smell like i'm thinking the sticky counter at dex's greasy diner gives off the stale aroma of maple syrup imported from endor's forests although a doocy Dex as a store brand only guy trying to save a buck. So, Luke, what do you want to catch a whiff off from the galaxy far, far away? And what would that whiff whiff like? I love the smell of, like, industrial stuff. Like, you know, like petrol. Yeah. Like, going to a petrol station. Like, oh, my word. That is intoxicating. Mm. Literally. I love, I love that stuff. So, for that reason, it's going to have to be the train we see in Book of Boba Fett. And we, where we see that mad spidery droid <laughs> at the front, get lost and jump out. There's that, and there's all. There, you know, it goes about saying as well. There's obviously Jar Jar's um, gills and armpits, maybe. You have a little sniff of that. Yeah, just like more for. Oh, what? What's that? What's that smell? What's that smell like? You know, it might smell really nice. It might smell horrible, but yeah, yeah no, it might smell banging. Who knows? Exactly. Who we knows? don't know yet, do we? We don't know. I don't know. You know, Tubular Tommy might know, but <laughs> he's dodgy, isn't he? Tommy's a dodgy guy, so who knows? <laughs> he loves getting <laughs> what the Tubular is up to, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I like it, though. I like the mention of Dexes in the question. What about you, Matty Boy? What oh, are you mate. saying? Oh, you, you know that Dex smells like a you, <laughs> certain YouTubers. Um, what would I say? I mean, Endor, what does Endor smell like? Uh, that would be great. They're like the obviously the canteen or Maz's castle. Can you imagine the smell of all the different the booze, the different food smells coming out of the kitchen? That could be quite fun. The Jedi Temple. I thought to myself today. I was like, I wonder, I wonder if that smells like new car scents. Like, I bet it smells really nice. Um, and then speaking about industrial, can you imagine the inside of the Millennium Falcons? Like oil, cheap cologne unbathed wooshy and stuff like grease and stuff like that can you imagine what that whiff's like it's a shout but Dex's diner though I, I'd read Tubula's question for the notes and I, my first thought was Dex now what does Dex's diner smell like and then I saw what they'd mentioned it gives off the stale aroma of maple syrup I think it does it's going to smell like a, an, an, an old greasy diner an old greasy spoon or an American 50s style diner as well um, but then Dex himself I mean, it looks like he may bathe in the oil that he cooks in. So there's there's that. But yeah, Dex is one I'd love to smell. The diner, but um, and also like you, you Obi Wan, Obi Wan Kenobi. I reckon he smells really nice. Oh yeah, you and McGregor's Obi Wan, especially in Attack of the Clones. I bet he smells really good, mate. Yeah, I bet. I bet he mm. smells like really just beefy, masculine. It smells like meat, old school. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you've like, got like old spice and brute. Yeah, that's I mean, what you there's, a, there's a Ralph Lauren 
aftershave that's really musky and like yes you know like old school it's a green one banging um nice one tubular we appreciate it mate we appreciate it let us know what you think man and to finish us off in this section of the butterbutt bantina is our boy gordon brown he's got a juicy one mate we have dr pershing taking blood from grogu we have the bad batch series and nala say being taken to mount tantis not confirmed but sure looks like it and we have a novel called shadow of the sith coming soon which features exegol before the sequel trilogy our disney lucasfilm using these new canon projects to explain the return of palpatine it was such a big part of the sequel trilogy story and not exactly well received does disney need to justify and explain its decision to bring him back what a well-written first and foremost and uh, yes. well put together question i respect it respect it my boy what do you think i agree with your comments there what a fantastic question mount tantis was confirmed in a starwars.com interview with jen corbett because i was reading it thinking i'm sure mm. it was good, but it is so they did confirm that that was tantis like the cloning one of the cloning facilities from legends um to your question yes they are trying to explain because it formed you know, the, the crucial part of the sequel trilogy and that entire era in you know Palpatine returning. Even whether you know jokes aside, whether they planned it or not, it became the big deal at the end of the Skywalker saga. So of course they're going to try and explain. It. And it's Palpatine; it's, it's the big daddy in terms of Star Wars villains. So I think that they should lay the groundwork for it. Even yeah. e- even if the sequel trilogy had done the best job ever of doing it, I still think that they you know, they should. There's no harm in adding seasoning. Um, however, I think there's a little bit more to do here, hence why mm. these new releases, like Gordon has said, seem to be hinting towards this or laying further groundwork on this. And I don't think that's bad, mate. It's what canon is for. It's adding blocks to the foundations, and it's all one big story. So, great, it works for me. Um, so, do they do they do Disney need to justify it? No, they Disney need to justify any decision because they can do what they want. Lucasfilm, sorry. Disney slash they can do what the hell they want they don't have to justify anything to anyone if they want to spend the next 10 years explaining how Palpatine returned they can do that if they want to they own they own the rights to do what they want but do they need to explain it yes I do think they need to explain it they don't have to justify why but I do think they do need to explain it to respect the story yeah. this needs to be done and also to respect the fans not not because again not because we need to and they need to justify but you know how Palpatine returned is one thing, but by making that you know part of their story going forward and really adding some meat to the bone, it will only make the Rise of Skywalker probably better in the long run. If when Palps kind of winks at the camera and says his line as to how he returned, and Poe says somehow Palpatine returned, we can be like, well, actually, we know how he returned, and now we, I now I get Poe po, why you're just like, I don't know how, but somehow he's back. We yeah. can be like, actually, it started way back when. So they could really add some proper um, fuel to the fire here. And what they could do is, you know, give us something incredible. They might give us the best you know, backstory and the best um, trailer breadcrumbs, you know, possible with this. And it could, and it could end up being one of the most integral and exciting storylines there is. So, you know, and I trust that they could do that. And if it if it takes using the Bad Batch, Mando. Uh, and or Ahsoka whatever it might be a book to just to add little um, bits to this fine that's I think so I don't think they need to justify anything though because 
it's their story and if they if they justified everything they did there would never be anything original so uh, I think that's a very good question and I don't think there's an issue with them laying the groundwork because I think that they are and I think it's a good thing but what about you mate do you think it's a good thing that they're doing it or do you think they are do you think it's a good thing do Disney need to yeah. justify what they're doing or explain I think, I think I think they are I think they're doing it I think um, they're doing it mostly through the Mandalorian and the Mandoverse that's what I think I think you're on the money Gordon with mm-hmm. the Grogu stuff um, don't forget we saw that scene with the weird clone bodies mm. yeah in, in Mandalorian yeah. season 2 you know love that it, episode man it's pretty it's pretty obvious isn't it <laughs> it's quite obvious like what's going on here you know what's going on here and why it's going on and it makes sense for the whole plot of the Mandalorian like why there was a client hiring bounty hunters on Navarro specifically on that planet because well the lab is on that planet you know it, it, it's it all makes a lot of sense I think everything else animation books comics I think is subsequent I think that is like uh, don't worry. it's secondary to live action i think if they're going to explain it they're going to explain it through live action i think that's what they're doing everything else is like a nice to have i think that's, that's how that's they're how approaching it, should it. Be, shouldn't it they should uh, i think the so. main bulk should be in live action but if you want to find out more he's a book then he's he's an episode yeah. of bad batch I, yeah. I think that's how, and i've always said that about canon i love it but it but you know certain you shouldn't have to necessarily read issue 47 of a certain comic run to know what you're going into when you watch a film but if yeah. you happen to have read it great and it and it furthers the plot but this is that's it. what it's that's what it how it works for me mate yeah this is it this is it exactly man this is exactly so you know and, and then the last bit of the question does disney need to justify and explain its decision to bring him back of course literally uh, no they don't no one needs to justify anything really but um i think it would be nice to i think it would be nice to and i think lucasfilm know that I think there is a great deal of people at Lucasfilm that know that. And there is a great <laughs> deal of people in Lucasfilm that do. I, I don't want to say correct, but, you know, the return of Palpatine is, you know, from a storytelling point of view, it isn't handled as well as it could have been. Mm-hmm. That's a fact that, you know, any author, any screenwriter, you ask them and they're going to all have a similar answer, right? Planning, isn't it, mate? Mr. P-word, planning. It is planning. It is planning. And I th- and I think, but also, there's nothing wrong with um, now going back and, and, and just adding to that. And once all of this content is in place, we might look back and go, hey, that works brilliantly. That works brilliantly. And it really lands. So I think Tross is growing on oh, loads of people anyway. I think trust people are starting to accept it as just canon, as the way it is, like how a lot of people came to accept the prequels. You know, now we're living in a prequel renaissance, right? That's so it, there's that too. But brilliant question, Gordon. Very, very well put. We've had some spicy questions in this week, and we are so happy to answer them. Luke, Tubular, Tommy, and Gordon Brown, you bunch of filth bags. Thank you so much for supporting the show the dirtiest of dirt bags you three are and of course everyone listening let us know what you thought about those questions you know what what smell do you want to experience did luke harbour a grudge against ben oh old ben or did he really like him and palpatine's return are they laying the groundwork and should they be doing so 
Um, Gordon's question was a banger to end off our stint here in the band, Tina. But barman, sorry about the mess, but you know we're going to be back here again, same time next week in the band, Tina. It's the Star Wars Sessions game! Yeah! Oh yes! <laughs> That's it. That's it. End of the show. And to celebrate the end of the show, every week we do a game! And this week it's my turn to host Mayboy. Are you ready to play the game? It's all about the game and how you play it. I'm ready. It is all about the game. It is all about the game. Don't hate the player. Hate the, the game. game. This like one. Games. It, well, th- this this game is Star Wars Celebration themed, isn't it, mate? Ooh. How well do you know Star Wars Celebration oh, no. and the history of Celebration as a convention? Matty boy. Not as well as I probably should do. let's find out let's play the music and let's go matty boy first question star wars celebration one what year do you think it was and do you know where it took place oh it was in a tent i know that pretty much that's right that's right Um, yeah yeah that's right was it 1999 yes it was 1999 was it oh no oh no and it was oh i'm I'm stuck between two. I'm going to go... I think it was in Anaheim. It is not in Anaheim. Don't tell me Florida. It is not in Anaheim. No, not Florida. So it happened from the 30th of April to the 2nd of May 1999 in Denver, Colorado. Get out of Denver, gotta go, go. Okay, I wouldn't have thought about Denver, but I knew it was was only like a small-scale thing pre-Phantom Menace, so... Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Heartbeat's gone down a bit. Whew. Okay, well, this this should be uh, straightforward. Where do you think? Okay. When do you think the next two celebrations happened? Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'll take. Oh, it. oh, okay, okay. Two thousand and two, two thousand and five. Of course, to oh, celebrate yes. the release of Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. So, as you can see, the first three celebrations re- really coincide with the prequel era. Mm. Right again, it's a, maybe another thing we wouldn't necessarily have without the prequels as well. Like having it when when there's a big release, you have a big celebration. I think that's quite cool. We couldn't do it now because it's one no. every four months. And there's not many conventions that you could do of this size just no. for one IP. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any really. Not not in this size and scale. Uh, not well, not, and scale. There's not any at the minute. For let's just say that maybe one day they can do, but. Um, and there's rumours and whispers that they're going to do others, but I think at the minute, you know, you know, Star Wars Celebration reigns supreme. I think it will do for the longest time because of the history. Yeah, I think as well. Like we're we're a certain type of breed, us Star Wars fans. We're a certain type of crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, we we love oh, this yeah. stuff, and I think that plays a part in it as well. So, where do you think those two oh, no. convention celebration two and three took place, mate? Oh. You know. Uh, well, the first one. Uh, you've not mentioned it. You've not mentioned it. So this one could be anywhere. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not Albuquerque in Portland, for all I know. Um, I'm <laughs> going to go for. Um, I haven't mentioned it. I'm going to go for San Diego, and I'm going to go Ooh. for Miami. Oh, 
Good guesses. Good guesses. I, I understand the San Diego guess, definitely, because obviously Comic-Con, the Comic-Con happens there every year. No, Indiana Convention Center in Indianapolis. Okay. There okay. we go, mate. They're both doing the same one. Oh, come man. Yeah, both oh, of them damn. are the same one. So already you're kind of looking at that and thinking, oh, that's a bit funny. And obviously the next one, 2007, uh, which honored the 30th anniversary of Star Wars, was at the LA Convention Center in LA, California. Um, do you know when the first Star Wars Celebration Europe happened, mate, boy? 2006. No. No. Oh, no. This, Is it in Germany? This, this will shock you. This will shock you. Okay. Well, when, when and where? The when and where. So you've answered the when. You think it's 2006. The Germany. when. You're thinking Germany. Oh, was it Amsterdam? Oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I said Germany first. So I'm going to be honest. I'll go Germany. Where in Germany do you think in? Any specific? You think, you think um, Cologne is the place I'd go for. Right. So... It actually happened. So I just mentioned 2007 was the first European Star Wars celebration. Um, <laughs> so, oh, no, no, no. 2007 was the first one in LA, right? Gotcha, right. And it, it was also the first Star Wars celebration in Europe. And it only happened like May, June, July, two months after the celebration oh, wow. four. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I did not know that. Yeah, Celebration 4 was in LA. Two months later in July, Celebration Europe. First one, London, Excel Centre, 2007. Uh, we've just done an episode about London Excel Centre, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Where, you know, big up London, represent. Uh, that's where the first one was. It's coming home and all that. Well, the second Star Wars celebration in Europe happened in Germany, in Essen, in 2013. 20- Thirteen, and that was mm-hmm. the last Star Wars celebration before the big boy Star Wars celebration Anaheim, oh. April twenty fifteen, which was of course hosted in the Anaheim Convention Center in uh, the Greater LA area, which is sick. Um, right, so after Anaheim twenty fifteen, where did the celebrations happen, mate? I want you to recall them. Well, 2016 give me a month as well if you can 2016 was london we know that london excel center 2016 yes um that was in oh because i took time off work i want to say june but i can't be sure if it was good or guess. not good guess yeah, july. Yeah, july july um 2017 was orlando yep and that was again i took time off work april yes yep april yes. 20 oh 2018 what's the one in 2018 i should know this yeah it was uh no what, what, well done what we now 2022 so we had we had this one in 2022 <laughs> in anaheim 2021 we didn't have one obviously 2020 i don't think we had one 2019 was chicago yeah in uh in may no, no, April again. April, April. Come on. And 2018. Yeah. Was there a celebration in 2018? There wasn't, mate. No, there wasn't a celebration was, in 2018. They skipped it. Well, there was actually, was, when did Solo come There was out? Solo, mate. Oh, yeah. There was Solo. <laughs> we got Solo. <laughs> instead. Didn't giving a celebration for that, but we don't mind Solo. It's fine. Um, oh, well, at least I didn't think there was one in 2018, though. Yeah. Okay. I'm taking that. 
There we go, buddy. There yeah, we go. Boy. And of course, Star Wars Celebration Europe for April 7th to the 10th, 2023, XO Exhibition Centre, London, United Kingdom. There we go, mate. Your knowledge is pretty good. I'll say it's pretty good. It's if someone good. who generally didn't have any idea about most of them, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, usually the cities usually, but then I thought, oh man, there's some of the obscure ones in the, in the dark times before yeah, 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 takeover. Yeah. I was like, I can't even remember when they were, but, um, just for, just, just for balance, XL sounds a little bit like execution. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to get, uh, we wanted to get it mm. in at least once. Mm-hmm. Mm, have a drink. Mm. Mate, and also, right. also, I imagine it, it's Celebration 2023, which is being held in London in the XL Centre, like Luke said. There will be plenty of moments where we say that word, and we will all toast each other with whatever we have in our hands at the time, whatever time of day it is as well. Mate, I can't wait to add 2023 in London to the list of those events you've just said, mate. It's, it's not long. That was a fab game, of which I'm really surprised that I did half as well as I did. Would, how well do you think you would have done with the same kind of set of questions? I think I would have done okay. Because yeah? I've been, yeah, because I've read this a few times. I've read, yeah. like, I'm, fa- I'm just fascinated by the history of it and stuff. I've listened to a few, um, oh, what's our boy's name? Um, the Star Wars music, Rancho Obi-Wan. Steve Sansweet. Steve Sansweet. Of nice course, I've listened, I've listened to a few of his interviews. Uh, because he helped organize the first yes, Star Wars true. celebration. So I knew it was in Denver. I knew Indianapolis was, was, um, the host a few times. So, but again, it's easy for me to say that because I'm looking at it on the screen, but mate, <laughs> can't wait for next year. Surreal. And I can't wait to keep up tr- the tradition. We will be the Excel center will be officially the center, the convention center that's hosted Star Wars celebration the most. Wow, it's true. Three Next times. Year. Three times. Wow. No other venue's done that. Yeah. Because it, it's Coming been hosted home. in LA three times, but twice in, once in LA Convention Center, twice in Anaheim Convention Center. Yep. There we so, go. It's coming home, mate. It's, it's coming, coming home. home. And uh, so are Star Wars Sessions. We're going home now because that is that <laughs> for this episode of Star Wars Sessions, episode 166 of the sessions. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone, mate. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and we will be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. You'll find us. You'll love us. Drop us a voice note or a message to our email address. Hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. Yes, sir. If you want to support our show for free, you can do Leave us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, which does include Spotify. It only takes a few seconds as well, guys. Really helps us. Five stars helps the show grow. It gets new listeners in. It bumps up up those algorithms. I can never say that. It bumps us up the algorithm. It's <laughs> another way for us to hear from more Star Wars fans each and every week, and more people can hear me flab that line each and every week. Yes, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mate, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell your nearest celebration enthusiast, tell your cousin, the more the merrier. <gasps> the castle spicier. <laughs> yes, uh, tell Bonnie P.S. that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time, from me, see ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke, ah, yeah, yeah. Steve, sweet son. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I bet he's sweet. Oh, he is sweet, sweet bloke. Let's get him on the show. Let's do Come that. Come on, Steve. Come on. <laughs> they are Essex-based podcast heroes... The fight is done. We lost. <laughs>